I do have a point, which is which you hinted at at the beginning, which I think is important, and I think where he is wrong, or at least he's he he. Anyway, I'll, I'll say what I want to say, which is he makes a point at the top and at the very end that intersectionality is self defeating on its own terms, precisely by what I was just saying because of the you know vote yeah. Clinton get Trump kind of idea, right? That. Uh, multicolored yeah. identity politics brings forth white male identity politics. But what I think is important is that is true that it's self-defeating. If we treat the wielders of identity politics as, as the left and as you know grassroots and whatever, right? If we understand identity politics for what it really is today, which is HR departments, PMC, um, divide and rule forms of ideology, you know, all the way up to the very tops of, of major corporations, then it is not self-defeating. In fact, it's successful. Intersectionality is successful and it's successful yes, because it's yes. self-perpetuating. And yes. here, precisely on the grounds that McNair says it, that if if uh, identity, you know, kind of left-wing identity politics brings forth uh, white male identity politics, then perfect, ideal. Yes. Because yes. it means that it has something to rail against and it becomes yes. completely self-perpetuating. Yes. And he misses yes. that point. Yes. And that's, I think, the, that's what I was, I guess, stumbling towards when I said about how he misunderstands it as a tool just to suppress Corbynism and Sanders. In fact, it's functioning far on a far wider scope uh, than that. And you're right, it's, uh, it's actually successful. He sees it as a failed project of the left when, in fact, it's, uh, it's functioning as intended. Yeah, I mean, that's important to, to underscore that. And it's, Alex put it in a much more eloquent way than than i tried to earlier that it's a coherent class project like yeah. it's not like it, it's in, become it's, it's become one it's become one yeah I think that's the important thing well mm. hmm. it, it wasn't we born that and i think this is where some people who criticize identity politics from a kind of populist or kind of whatever background or miss out a, a point that it's like that as if identity politics was always a class project from um, from the bourgeoisie, well, and I think that does it. Does it, it matter? Does it, it if it is now, does it does it matter either way? If it wasn't and it got co-opted, then it showed that it could be co-opted. No, it's if it started as a coherent class project and it, it still is, it's then it's important it was to, to understand. It. It's important to understand uh, how things develop, I think, historically, and how otherwise, and indeed, how things change. Um, but I think it always. I, I, was. I mean, I think, I think the say, workers, the workers have no nation, which is why you've got to create identities for them. No, sure, sure, sure. I, I agree. But I mean, in terms of who are the actual empirical agents doing it, right, that it's not like this was cooked up by, you know, kind of bourgeois interests and kind of fed to the working class, right? I mean, he identifies how this was um, the popular front of CPUSA politicians, and then it was Combahee River Collective and stuff like that, creating, you know, cooking up these ideas, which just so happened then later on to actually be quite useful um, with a, with some minor modifications here and there, uh, very useful for, yeah, for the ruling I class. I mean, but they're, yeah, but I mean, you know, the it's the CPUSA that's cutting the deals with the New Deal bureaucrats, you know, but, that are the... But, but it's all of this is basically just state. looking for who to blame, but like the com the, blame CP. The black USA, radical, blame, the black radical feminists yeah, blame, of the 1970s are the... Does it matter? They're the predecessors of the leaders of the NGOs today. No. no, but it's not about looking who to blame. I mean, it is important, I think, to understand how the how the origins of our problems yes. uh, develop in one context and change over time to, to new contexts. And whose names to add to your list. No, 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 it's not saying. that. No, no, and the, the reason why the history and the genealogy is important is not just also out of intellectual interest or for making a list, but 
to convey the understanding that the left is important in shaping the contemporary world because there's yes. this there's yes. this thing that leftists do and go ah the right's done all this stuff and even if you're against identity politics it's like the right made identity politics and they're fucking us with it it's like no the left yes. actually contributed yes. in a large way yes. to creating our contemporary yes. culture yes and this article spells that out yes exactly and that i think is in fact the the strongest um validation for reading it the next reading club will be on uh, Gaspar Miklos Tamas's uh, excuse uh, excuse me for my Hungarian pronunciation uh, his essay telling the truth about class and that'll be out uh, we're doing that in a month if you want to read that send in your questions please do so we would be delighted to have them and uh, that's it from us for now catch you later bye bye